Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Deserve all the praises. Only this, only you deserve all the worship. Only you deserve all the glory. Only you deserve all the honor. For you are the source of life. You are the preserver of life. You are the sustainer of life. You are the giver of life. We worship you this morning. We appreciate you this morning. Precious Holy Spirit, I step aside this morning. And I ask you to take your place. I turn over the service to you. Take the stage. Take over. Take your place. Take my over my mouth, my lip, my tongue, and my voice. And express yourself freely through me. I bring every heart, every ear under the sound of my voice to you. Encounter all. Heal all. Save all. Establish and strengthen all. In the name of Jesus. Put testimonies in every mouth. And I return all glory and I praise to you. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together as we receive all our friends across the globe. Wherever you are, the presence of God in the house is reaching you. In the name of Jesus. I welcome you to this month of grace, the fifth month of the year. Grace will speak and prevail for you in the name of Jesus. I said grace will speak and prevail for you in the name of Jesus. This morning, we want to answer some questions. Somebody said, who am I? Who am I? Why am I here on this planet? What am I doing here? The Lord will help us as we take this journey to uncover our true identity in this month of grace. Praise the Lord. So many of us are living daily, going to church, going about our businesses without knowing who we, are, who we truly are. We don't know our true identity. Many of us well-read, well-learned, well-educated, naturally great achievers, unquote. Yet, we don't know our true identity. And because we don't know our true identity, we allow people and circumstances to define us. Just like Sarah, I say Sarah, just like Eve, The devil lied to her. Did God said? Did God said you should not eat any of these trees? And if truly God said, it is not true because God knows that you will be like God. And where she's already like God. She's already created in the image of God. And yes, someone somewhere came alive to her. And she ran 
with the lies. Many today have been deceived and been lied to because they don't know their true identity. Beloved, we cannot discover purpose until we discover and know our true identity. God bless you, Sister Bissu, that fired the first of all last Sunday. It is well with you. Where she handled seven purpose. Things cannot take the place of who you are and why you are here. If things can take the place of who you are and why you are here, have you ever occurred to you why do multi-millionaires and billionaires commit suicide? Young ones, they have things, they have names, they have riches, they have wealth that many of us we struggle and run after daily. They have names, but yet they commit suicide. Why? We cannot discover purpose until we discover and know our true identity. The chains of degree and certificate you carry cannot take this place. Are we against being learned? No. And if we could not discover our true purpose, we cannot be fulfilled. We cannot fulfill purpose in life. We cannot fulfill destiny. And if we cannot fulfill destiny, and fulfill purpose, we will never have fulfillment in life. We will never have security in life. We will never have contentment in life. We will never have satisfaction in life. And life will always be meaningless and void. Life will always be meaningless and void. That's why somebody that the world is looking up to, that is well made, that has it all, commit suicide. This is why so many are insecure and not fulfilled in spite of their natural achievements, in quote. They're empty. And that emptiness cannot be filled by things, cannot be filled by Positions cannot be filled by whatever amount of money you have in the bank. So many have lived and died without even scratching who they were or why they were here on earth. Many have lived and died. They did not even scratch the identity, and why they are here on it. That's the tragedy of life.
This is why the grave is the richest place on earth today. My moral, my moral of blessed memory coined this statement. That the grave is the richest place on earth. Because of talents. So many talents. So many giftings. So many resources. God have packaged to bless humanity. That died with the carriers. And are buried in the grave. Imagine how this world would be. If Big Gate did not discover Microsoft. Imagine how this world would be. If Steve Jobs did not discover Apple. There are many that have lived and died without fulfilling purpose, without knowing their purpose. Life is beyond acquiring. Somebody said living is seeding. Somebody said living is seeding. Life is beyond acquiring. Acquire this, you acquire this. Become like a sharp sand. That never get full. Or grave that is never full or satisfied. According to the scriptures. Life is much more than that. I sent out something. One of my pastor friends. Sent this to me. And I posted it on our platform. I don't know how many of us read it. And I posted it on a different platform. Talking about. The first billionaire. This world ever produced. He had all his money, but he could not eat anything. The only thing his body need can accept was milk and crackers. Imagine that. Until he learned and start and release his things through him. Many things were discovered that have helped, that is still helping humanity today. The person that was to die before his 55th birthday, the moment he did that, releases all his properties, all his things, stuff that he has held on to. His life turned around, his head turned around. The person that was beat to die before 55 years. Lived up to 98 years. Life is much more than acquiring stuff. My mom of blessed memory taught us as children. He said, Son, until you start touching somebody else, you have not started living. Until somebody woke up in the morning and said, Thank God for Fred Oruelo Yemose. But for him, he said, You have not started living. 
nine of us young men and two women in the house. My mom, we all, there will always be food. There will always be food. Even when we were in the body house, when we come unannounced, there's always food at home. Even when we grew and married and the last born got married, she was the only one living. That time I was living in Lagos in Nigeria and West Africa. We'll be sending rice and beans. She's the only one, 90 something years. Before you know, you say, oh, the food is finished. That the children have to eat. Who are the children? Everyone in that community. The house of mama. You don't need to have billions in the bank to impart life. You don't need to have multi-million dollar to touch life. Can we go to our test? Genesis, we will read a couple of couple of scriptures today. Whatever will stop, we'll pick it up next time. Can we give me Genesis 1, 26 through 28? New King James Version, please. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Somebody say identity. You're not even hearing yourself. Somebody say identity. Then God said, let us make man in our image and According to our likeness. That's your identity. Identity. According to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Over the fish of the sea. And over the birds of the air. And the cattle. Somebody say purpose. Right there is identity and purpose. Let them have dominion over the fish. Of the sea, of over the best of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. That's your identity, that's who you are. Then God blessed them, somebody's empowered. When you discover your identity, you are empowered to fulfill purpose. Identity, empowered for purpose. So that no one will have any excuse of not fulfilling purpose. Whatever God has called you to do, he has empowered you to do it. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Somebody say, Identity, purpose, empowerment. Identity, 
purpose, empowerment. Can I have that in a Okay, you don't you don't have other translation. Let me read. Let me read the new the living Bible. Then God said, Let us make him a man, someone like ourselves, to be the master of all. You see? To be what? Master of all. Created to dominate. New Living Translation to reign over. Then this Living Bible say, Master of all. Master of all life upon the earth and in the skies and in the seas. So God made man like him, his maker. Like God did God make man. Man and mate did he make them. Man and mate, that is female. And God blessed them, empowered them. And God told them, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. You are master over all. Master. Master. Dominion, dominate, rule and reign. You are master. Look at the voice translation. Voice says, God created man. He said, now let us conceive a new creation. Humanity made in our image, fashion, according to our likeness. That's identity. And let us grant them authority over all the earth. You see that? Authority over the air. Not only that you have authority. The fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the domesticated animals, and the small creeping creatures on the earth. So God did just that. He created humanity in his image, created them male and female. And this punctured the law, the lie of evolution. You're not an ape. You didn't come from ape. Are you hearing me? So don't buy that lie. Then God blessed them, empowered them, and gave them this directive. Be fruitful, multiply, populate the earth. I make you trustees of my estate. So care for my creation and rule over all. I make you trustee. You are in charge. Message translation says you are in charge. Someone's identity, purpose, empowerment. You are in charge. You are master. You rule and reign over. Praise God. That's who you are. Look at Psalm 8 verse 6. Give me Psalm 8 verse 6 in New, Living, in New King James Version, please. Psalm 8 verse 6. We are asking the question, who am I? Praise God. And why am I here? Who am I? You give them charge of everything you made. Putting all things under their authority. Who is them there he's talking about? He's talking about man. You and I. Praise God. That's who you are. You are in charge of all creations. You are in charge. You have authority over all. Praise God. 
Who then is God? How is God like? Praise God. We say that man is created in the image of God and the likeness of God. Now who is God? How is God like? Praise God. How does he look like? Praise God. Because when you discover who God is, how God is, you will discover who you are and how you are. Praise God. Because many of us have limited ourselves to the container. John chapter 4, 22 through 24. John chapter 4. New King James Version, please. John chapter 4, verse 22 through 24. Jesus was communicating with this woman at the well. The disciples have gone to buy food. They were all hungry, tired. He was weary. And so this woman that have no identity, that have no respect because of the kind of life she lives in the community. Just all of a sudden, when nobody was there, sneaked to the well because I believe because of the shame and the names they call her in the community. I don't know what life I've given to you, the name life I've called you today. You under the sound of my voice. I don't know what life I've put at your doorpost. This woman came to this well when no other person comes. Jesus, because of the ridicule. Today I come to you in the name that is above every name. Every ridicule, every reproach comes to an end today in your life in the name of Jesus. Whatever name they have given to you, it comes to an end. For who shall say it in and it shall come to pass when God have not said so. By the authority of his word, I counsel every negative pronouncement and prophecy over your life, over your family, and over this church in the name of Jesus. Jesus met the woman and asked the woman to give her water to drink. He started talking. Sometimes during the coastline, he asked the woman about the husband. You understand what I'm saying? To, talk, to cut all the story short, Jesus told her, yes, because the woman says she doesn't have a husband. Jesus said, yes, you said you are spoken the truth because the one you are living is a fifth one. It's not even your own. Praise God. But that's not where we're going. Jesus started speak, ministering to her, preaching to her. This place also is showing us how you can engage Salvation message with people. Praise God. You understand what I'm saying? How you can engage people with salvation message? By just starting from where they are. Then you will not lead them. You know? Preaching to people is not difficult. Got to know them. Praise God. And that's what Jesus just taught us here. Because when you read the Bible, you see what is there. 
Because everything written is for our admonition, for our correction, for our learning. Praise God. Jesus just showed to us how you can relate with somebody. Open the door of communication. He said, give me water to drink. He just threw that, right? And the door was open. How many times God has brought people on our path to reach with salvation, to reach with the gospel. And we miss the opportunity. We will no more miss the opportunity in Jesus' name. But this is where we're going. Jesus now said, you worship what you do not know. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers we worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. Father is speaking for people to worship him in, in spirit and in truth. Mark that. In spirit and in truth. Why did God want people to worship in spirit and in truth? God is spirit. Somebody said, deep call it unto deep. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. You cannot contact God with your flesh. No matter how many sacrifices you make, praise God. Because flesh and blood can never inherit the kingdom. You can only contact God through your spirit. But God is spirit and you are spirit because you are created in the likeness of God. Praise God. That's who you are. That John chapter 4 verse 24 have revealed to you your true identity. So many of us today, we see ourselves as a mass of flesh. Five feet tall, seven feet that's not who you are. You're just looking at the container. If you buy a banana, right? You buy a banana. You see the banana, some, you say wrap or green, right? But what you're seeing is not through the banana, right? What the main thing is what is inside. Before you get to the inside, what happens? You open it up, right? When you do, what do you do? You trash what you see. That's what this body is. Because that what you see is what contains the real stuff, the real thing. Praise God. So I come here to announce to you that you are not mass of flesh. You are not flesh and bone. And because people, they see themselves as flesh and bone, they live their life as flesh and bone. And flesh and bone, flesh and and, and blood can never inherit the kingdom. And you can never win the race of this life. You can never excel spiritually. You can never rule. You can never fulfill your purpose when you function as flesh and blood. Until you begin to see yourself. Through your, the lens of your true identity. You can never fulfill the true purpose God created you for. You can never make a dent in the kingdom. You cannot. 
so I come to announce to you, you are not flesh and blood. I want to shock many people and mess up some of your beliefs system. Because this is what life have taught us. That you are black, you are African, you are Asian, you are Latino, you are Arab, you are Jewish, you are white. That's not who you are. You're just describing your container. Praise God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The container is meat, peace, uh, meat, meat to the devil. Praise God. Are you hearing me? The flesh and blood, the body. The Bible said the dust is a food for the Satan. And that's why from your physical body, you can never conquer and win. You can never rule. You can never reign. Until you have a revelation. Somebody say revelation. Somebody say revelation. Revelation of your true identity. Revelation of who you are. Revelation of what you are created for. Why you are here. You are not flesh and blood. You are not black. You are not white. You are not Latino. You are not Asian. You are not an Arab. You are not Jewish. You are just describing the container. You are like God. Because the Bible says, where would I say? And God created them. He said, let us make man in in our own image. After our what? Likeness. Until you have this mindset, this understanding, you will never experience all that you are created for. You are his child. Lion give birth to lion. Dog give birth to dog. Cat give birth to cat, right? And God give birth to God. You say, ah, Pastor Fred. You are born of God. You are spirit. You have a soul. You have a soul. A soul. Your soul is your seat of thought, emotion, and decision. Where you make choice. Praise God. That's your mind. You are spirit. That's your true identity. You have a soul. And you live in a container called body. This container is a passport given to us to legally operate and function here on this earth realm, this physical earth. No spirit functions on earth without a body. And that's why Jesus came with body. Praise God. Are you listening to me? Jesus came with body. God gave you this container, this passport to function here. Unfortunately, many people today, they see themselves as body. When Adam sinned, 
was still functioning. You understand me? The body was still functioning. On Wednesday, I was saying that death spiritually is separation from God. Not cessation of the physical life. And the day you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the spirit that was dead, that Adam passed to us, was re- reborn. And that's why the Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot see, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Praise God. You cannot contact God with your physical body. Your spirit, the day you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, you are reborn. Praise God. Your spirit come alive. Praise God. Your spirit came alive. You are now a brand new creature. Praise God. We'll take it step by step. So I come to you to tell you that you have a soul. You live in a container called body. You are not body. And you are not soul. You are spirit. You are spirit. The body is important today because you are living inside it. The day you stop living in that container, that container becomes useless. Wherever you check out from it, that's where you will lie. Are you hearing me? Wherever and whenever you check out from that container, that's where the container will lie. The container remains there. It is the content that gives value to the container. Your is your spirit, who is your true identity, which is the content, is what gives value to the container, your body. Without the content, the container is valueless. Are you listening to me? No matter how beautiful you look today, that container look. No matter how handsome. The moment the spirit leaves, the container becomes useless. If everyone living today, everyone that come to church have this revelation, they will be spending more time taking care of their spirit, their real self. Today, many people will spend a lot of time and resources and money to maintain and take care of the container called body. And will neglect our spirit so many containers are robust, healthy, whereas their spirit, they are anemic. First Peter chapter 2, told us verse 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the world, that you may grow thereby. Which means your spirit grows and matures. The reason why. Many of us are living a defeated and subdued life 
instead of ruling and reigning and being in charge and dominating, controlling what God created as he has committed to our hands because many spiritual, they are spiritual dove, spiritual children, not matured. There are things a child cannot handle, right or wrong, naturally. I'm speaking now naturally, right? A child of of 40 years, 30 years, you give that box to, can you carry it? Check your spiritual maturity. Your, the way you, you, you handle things, reveal how mature you are. When God has assigned many things for you to be controlling and handling and ruling over, but you cannot because you're not matured. You that's supposed to be ruling, like Galatians told us, as the heir, because you are not mature, you are not grown, right? You are now subject to the servants of the house who are supposed to be under you. Think about it. Every parent naturally want their children to grow up, right? They grow up, go to school, and you're happy. But if a 15-year-old boy or girl is still wearing diapers, sitting in one place, and is not moving anywhere, will you be happy? And that is the problem many of us are causing to God. Because spiritually, we refuse to grow. We are not mature. And the things that God created us for is there unaccomplished because we cannot handle it. This is a wake-up call to every one of us because the time is running out. God is in a haste. God is in a hurry. A quick work God will do on the earth and finish it in righteousness. Why are we saying what we are saying? People take care of the container and neglect the content that gives value to the container. The realm of the spirit that we belong our true identity is a realm and the arena of unlimited possibilities and no limitations. Unlimited possibilities and no limitations. The realm of the spirit and it's meant for only the matured. Only the matured. Only those that know how to wield the authority 
And the Bible says in the book of Daniel that they that know, do know their God, they shall be strong and do what? Exploit. So exploit is not for babes. We have to know our true identity. In knowing our true identity, we will know our fourfold. I will be able to fulfill purpose. Praise God. We have to. Child of God, if you have made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, you are a child of God, you are spirit, and God is looking to you to conquer, to rule, to reign. You say, occupy till I come. How can you occupy when you're a child? When you don't know who you are? How can you occupy? He said, rule thou in the midst of your enemy. How can you rule in your enemy? When, in the midst, when you are a babe, when you are not matured. You don't know your left from your right. How can Can you give me John chapter 1 verse 12 and 13 please? King, New King James Version. John chapter 1 verse 12 and 13. But as many as receive him to them, he gave the right to become children of God. You are a child of God. Do you remember you received children? I say, God give birth to who? God. Right? To those who believe in his name. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So I say you are your children of God. Not born of the flesh or the will of the man. Not by blood. Spirit. Spirit. God is Spirit. Listen to easy to easy to reach uh, verse. But some people did accept him, accept Jesus. They believed in him, and he gave them the right to become children of God. They became God's children, but not in the way babies are usually born. Not the way babies are usually born. It was not because of any human desire or plan. They were born from God himself. God who? Himself. If you have made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, you are one with him. You have his DNA. What make God God is residing on you. And that's who you are. Look at Psalm. Psalm 8. 
Give me Psalm 8 in the same King James Version, verse 6. Psalm 8, verse 6. Psalm 82, verse 6, I beg your pardon. Psalm 82, verse 6. I said you are gods. Did you see that? And all of you are children of the Most High. So many today in the, in the church can never confidently and boldly say, I am a child of God. So many. But they can confidently declare, I am Professor this, I am Doctor this, I am Chief this, I am Engineer this, I am this, the, the, this, I am Senator, I am that. But they cannot confidently declare, I am a child of God. It's an irony because of ignorance. And they don't know that the greatest title on earth is to be called a child of God. That is the greatest honor. And that's the only title that will live on earth with you to glory when you die. Every other thing ends there because they are of the earth. Nothing of the earth will leave this earth with you when you die. Nothing of the earth will live with you. The only thing that lives with you is your relationship with God and what you do for the kingdom. Dearly beloved, this is who you are. You have to know that you are not flesh and blood. You are more than that. You are not flesh and blood. You are spirit. You are not flesh and blood. Look at easy to read version of that Psalm 82 verse 6. I, God, most I say, you are God's my own sons. You are God's, my own sons. My name is Fred Oimusa, right? It shows that naturally I, I originate from Imusa, right? But spiritually, I am Fred Oimusa, God. Because I belong to God. As he is, so are we in this present world. First John chapter 4 verse 17. As he is, so we are. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. The life of Christ. When we talk about the life of Christ, we're not talking about the life of Christ, the one that was hung on the cross. No. We're talking about the resurrected Christ. Praise God. You know what I'm saying? Galatians 2.20. Can I have it please? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. Do you see that? The life that I now live where? In the flesh. This container. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What are we saying? 
prioritize your spiritual life above your physical life, then you can rule and reign in life. When your physical life is above your spiritual life, you will always be dominated rather than you, than you dominating. You will always be defeated rather than you defeating and enjoy the victory that Jesus has given to us. Remember, these things he has secured for us are spiritual. It's not physical. And you have to take it, right? Receive it by your spirit to see the manifestation physically. If it's not one with your spirit, you can never see the manifestation physically. And that's why today, as if the word of God is a lie. And that is why today, because people, so many come to church, they don't know this truth. And they have been deceived. Do this, do that, make this, buy this water, buy this oil. Excuse me? Jesus says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Dearly beloved, I've not run out of message, I've run out of time. We're going to pause it here. We just did a foundation. We just did foundation. Who am I? Why am I here? Who am I? Why am I here? You have much more working for you. Can I have Romans 8, 14 through 17, and I will round it up. Romans chapter 8. Romans 8. In New King James Version. Romans 8, 14 through 17. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. You see it, spirit to spirit. Spirit to spirit. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Do you see the spirit of bondage to fear? It is all spirit. You know what I'm saying? Fear is a spirit. Sickness is a spirit. You know what I'm saying? But you can only conquer and rule and reign over spiritually when you discover your true identity. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Then you receive the spirit of adoption by who we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears weakness with our spirit that we are children of God. Not with your flesh, not with your body. The weakness is what? With your spirit. With your spirit that you are children of God. 
And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, even did we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together with him. Dearly beloved, I come to announce to us this morning our true identity. You are spirit. You are like God. Your authority is in you discovering your true identity. That you can reign in life in Christ Jesus. As the Holy Spirit to give you understanding, give you revelation. Let the sword bring a change and transformation to you and empower you to excel in this life that God has created you to rule and reign over. Talk to God. Talk to God. You under the sound of my voice, what we are talking about today will not benefit you except you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. The beginning of you knowing who you are is to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because the very day you came to this world, you came with Adam's nature. The fallen man, the man that had been defeated. Jesus came to give you life. He is the one that paid the price and destroyed the power of sin over your life. He paid it all because of his love for you. I want to pray with you. And I want you to say this prayer with all your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. You came to this world. You died for me. You rose again from death for my justification. Right now, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. From this day forward, help me to live this life for you. Help me to discover my true identity and to function as your true image here on earth and to rule and reign in life. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, my helper, in Jesus' name. That is it, my friend. If you have made this prayer with all your heart, you are now a child of God. Welcome to the greatest family on earth. You are now God's responsibility. Now, let's take it further. I want you to go to your smartphone and your tablet. Go to your app stores and download the Bible. The Bible is free. The Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. And make good friend with your Bible. We want you to go to our app store. I want you to go to our website, tremusa.org, and listen to our podcast and be blessed. Our service day is Sunday, Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern. I look forward to receiving you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.